Welcome to Last Cast, everyone. Today, 49 of the Last Cast lockdown. Crazy. Can't believe it's going on this long. But that all said, guys, we're excited because places are beginning to open again. And that might be good news and bad news, depending on who you are. Some people are terrified of the idea. Some people have to start working because they have to start making a living again. So that all said, today we're going to be giving you kind of like a list of ideas, things to consider for you as you open up your business. This is not the final list. This is not a list approved by your state or your county or your city or by the state board in your region. This is a list of different ideas we've collected from many different locations, from many different other webcasts and articles and so forth. A lot of research has been put into this and hopefully this will help you at least consider some ideas. Hopefully you're not going to go back to business as, as you used to. You really need to change and improve and make your clients feel safe. And if you have a team, you want to make your team feel safe. So lots of good content here, guys. It's one hour long, but just pile in there, everything you need. And by the way, a little giveaway, we're going to be putting together and we're still putting it together. So it's not available today. So when, if you hit this today, you won't get it right away. But this weekend, if you listen today is may 7th so we hope to have it out by the 8th or 9th a little pdf that's going to be pretty much everything we talk about today as a checklist or ideas and as well as give you links to products and things that we recommend that you can get so please go to their page our instagram page and you can click on there a thing that says our giveaway and just give us your email and then we will be sending it out early on may 8th or 9th and obviously if you come on in this a month later, whatever it is, when you finally find our podcast, you can go ahead and email me directly at paul at lashcast.com, paul at lashcastpodcast.com, and then I will just email it to you because I we don't have an automatic system set up yet, so we want people to get this to help you think through your process so that you can make sure you have a safe business that takes care of your clients, that takes care of your team if you have a staff and all that. Otherwise, guys, um, as always, this was something we recorded as Instagram Live as we've been doing for the last, like, six weeks or whatever it's been. So yes, you're going to hear our, our, our pug, we call Piglet. She's making noises. We're answering people who are talking to us on Instagram. So you won't see any of that, but this isn't our normal format for our podcast, but for an indefinite period of time, we've altered it and we're combining Instagram with our podcast, with YouTube and all that combined. And then as we get back to normal, then we will do a more edited, more clean version that doesn't probably have an Instagram. Cause I know sometimes it might be for those of you here, it here might be a little confusing or misleading. I'm not really sure what's going on. So just so you know, when you hear us talking about our dog or, you know, we're doing this at home or you hear us interacting with people or we're just randomly talking about something all of a sense, probably because we're actually interacting with someone on Instagram, just to clarify. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully you find this to be extremely helpful with your business. And please don't forget to go on your Instagram and sign up for our email list. So you'll get this PDF that's going to help you think through all this. So you don't have to take notes right now. You just do that and you'll get that in the next couple of days and that'll be it. Okay, guys, enjoy the show. Today's a big day as lots of people are opening up all over the state and we just thought it'd be good for us to come on and, and celebrate those who are. Yep. Celebrate those who are. And to have major envy at those who are, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and also, by the way, as we get going here, for some of you who aren't opening yet or maybe are available or soon are able to open, just because they say you can open, let's say, tomorrow Friday, doesn't mean you have to open tomorrow Friday. Maybe you need a couple more days to get things ready, to get organized, to get things in place. So that's okay. If you cannot open, like, it's, it's not like a sprint here, guys. It's not a race. It's like, wow, I can open tomorrow. Okay, I have a few more things I want to put in place. I want to make sure my clients are safe. I want to make sure I'm safe. If you have a team, I'll make sure they're safe. So we're going to give you a lot of information here. And just because you um, basically aren't ready, it's okay. I just want to let everyone know it's okay. All right. So we're going to be sharing a lot of different things here. And one of the things I wanted to make sure that everyone knows that we are not a state board. Hey, last genie. We are not a any way representative of any organization that's a beauty organization other than we are a podcast we are here as a friend in the industry to share information that we've been watching and viewing over all over the place and pass information on for you so you can make better choices we believe you're smart we believe you're capable and you're able to make good decisions for yourself and for your clients and your staff so we're not here to be your babysitter but we are here to pass on the information and the big thing i want to recommend you to do 
do not take anything we say and go run with it and say, hey, Integrity Lash or Integrity Lash, Lash Cast said we can do this. No, no, go check with your state, your county, and your city. All three of those entities have authority over your region, and all three of them might have different standards on what needs to be done before you can open your business. And you want to make sure that you're abiding by all those standards. Don't just take our word for it. Go for there. And then, by the way, we also will be, I think, overdoing this. We're going to be giving you more ideas than you probably want to do. Uh, it's almost going to be a full-time job for probably about 40 hours to go through all this. i just been watching a lot of online live um, events from PBA, from Strategies, from Modern Salon, from T Salon Today. I've been reading a lot of articles from all the industry leaders, and I've compiled all this information from all these places, so you don't have to go to 20 different places. You just come to us, right? And you can come here, and you can watch and listen at one location, and I've taken it giving you one big, long list of stuff that you can kind of pick and choose like a grocery grocery list. Like, oh, that's a good idea. I think I'll do that. That one doesn't apply to me because the state doesn't care. One. Or that one's yeah. too much work. I can't afford that because a lot of these things are made for salons where if you're a single practitioner, you already have social distancing probably in place because you have one, just you. You're not worried about staff. You're not worried about front desk. You're not worried about having 18 clients waiting in the lobby like we would at times. You have you and one person and it's a lot easier to manage. So you don't have to do all these things. One other thing I wanted to update was the price increase. If you were here last Friday or if you listened to our podcast or went to YouTube, all three places now, guys, pretty exciting. We basically talked about um, price increases last week and how right now your costs have gone up and you should raise your prices too because of that and that people will be understanding. There is a small caveat to that that came to my mind and I want to say thank you or shout out to Live Bay. If you're not following Live Bay, um, Mike and Shauna are amazing people who give so much to our industry and they made a point about their region right now that basically they're in an area where it's 100% tourist, right? Las Vegas. Vegas. Ve Las Vegas lives off tourism. And all the, their clients, now while their clients are all tourists, the people who work there are in the tourism business. Right. So a lot of them might be unemployed right now. They're in show business. They're yeah. in serving. They're in cocktails. Yeah. You know, they have to look good for their job, right? But they may have their hours cut or worse laid off right now because that's what everyone's done in Vegas. And so if you're allowed to go back and work in Vegas, you might be thinking you need to maybe not be so aggressive with your pricing because right, right now... Everyone in your region is out of work. And that's a unique situation in mm -hmm. Vegas as opposed to other areas. We live in L.A. L.A. is not open, unfortunately, to possibly, gosh, who knows when, maybe June, July, August, September, we've heard. So it's a long time till we'll get back to work. But when they, we do, our area is not going to be the same. It's a different demogra demographic, right? So yeah. And the big thing, I think, is just to know who is your demographic. And basically... Only raise your prices if you have the right demographic. If you have mostly, you know, high school kids doing your lashes, I don't think it's probably a good demographic to go after. But well, you doing probably, your lashes or you or do their doing, lashes. Yeah, doing their, their lashes. Yeah. They're they're high schoolers or young college students. They don't have money to start with. So this, by the way, might be a wonderful opportunity to rethink who your audience is and target a new audience. Maybe go a little more high end. I know Tusney, she basically over the years, we kept going more high, high end. And by now with the clients, what we have, even with all this craziness, we don't expect to be short, you know, have people not be able to afford lashes. The rich don't suffer as much when the economy crashes. They basically... Well, they actually get to buy a lot of stocks and buy homes for cheap. That's what they do. And, and while, meanwhile, people in the middle class and lower class don't, uh, not doing so well, and so they can't. So it depends on who your target market is. So when we did say do the price increase, you really need to know who are you going after, who are your people that see you, and then price accordingly. So there is maybe a chance where you may have to keep your prices as is or find incentives to get people in. And by the way, one thing I just want to remind people, another way if you're afraid of price increases – and you shouldn't be, but in case you are, even doing something like a COVID tax or fee, say, oh, there's a small $5 COVID tax fee because of extra costs right now, because of all the things that Paul and Tusney gave us on LashCast, 
they're going to be like, oh, I had to buy all this crap, spend a lot of money to improve my salon, and now I'm broke. So basically, if your clients have been really affected by, or, you know, or your demographic has been affected really by the shutdowns and the close downs, you might want to see this as an opportunity to, instead of, you know, attract people not through a lower um, price, but through status, right? So people who are a little bit more affected by, you know, status, it might be an opportunity for you to go after a higher end clientele. Exactly. Now, one of the things I want to let you all know, those, especially those on our podcast, that's where we get our thousands of listeners. Here on Instagram, we get, you know, 100 or so, and but we get a ton of you coming on and watching this on basically our podcast. And there, I want to just put this out there for everyone because you're not going to see anything on this. This one, we don't have slides. I have one slide, actually, I'll say. But overall, we're going to be just telling you what to do. And I want to give you a chance to, you know, you take notes right now. But if you don't take notes or we talk too fast or it's too much content, I want to tell you, I'm going to create a PDF. It probably won't be pretty, but I'm going to sit down with all this information and a lot of it, especially stuff that's unique or things where you can go buy stuff. And I'm going to create links and I'm going to create a PDF that I, I can send out to you. So if you want to get this information and you need it because you're like, wow, that's a good idea. What was that again? Just email me at paul at Lashcast Podcast and I'll put you on the email list. Or just go to the, our um, Instagram page right here if you're watching after what's done. Go to the link. And there's at the very bottom of all the links, you'll see a bunch of links that we put in there to help you guys. At the bottom is we sign up for our email list. And we will send out an email. I'll probably get this done over the next few days. Maybe by Monday or over the weekend, I'll send the email out. That will give you all this information so that you can go through. It'll be just like a checklist of things with links to certain tools or equipment that you can go buy if you don't have them. And that way we can help you out. But we do um, need you to sign up for that email. So go to Instagram and do it or email me at paul at lashcastpodcast. All right. So first, let's talk about things you can do. Well, overall, we're just going to talk about things you can do to get ready. Because now you're allowed to open or you'll be opening soon soon or you're hoping to open soon any of those are coming and we definitely need to be thinking through um what we do i, I mean you should just open up and keep things as they are and if that's your plan i'm going to encourage you to think uh, twice because there's two people right now that you're potentially scaring first your clients your clients are going to be like uh what have you done to make it safe for me to come into your salon and and uh, i should say this because you, you want to talk about be careful about what you promise because i Oh, <laughs> there's some tests brought up today earlier. You you don't want to. I mean, you want to say that you're uh, implementing um, safety uh, safety protocols. You don't want to say it is safe for you to come in. Yeah, you are making it more safe. You are implementing safety protocols. You don't want to guarantee. I guarantee you will not get sick when you come to yeah. my place. I will guarantee that you will not get. Um, uh, be uh, seated with some kind yeah. of infection. You can't yeah. guarantee those you, you things. You can't guarantee COVID-19 doesn't exist in here. Uh, you, you can't do that. And I'd be careful in your marketing and your Instagram posts and your website, anywhere where you are trying to comfort people. What better to say is, look, we are doing all these protocols that make it a more safe a and more enjoyable safe experience. Place. We have... Um, Adopted the CDC's guidelines. We have put disinfecting uh, protocols in place, yeah. distancing protocols, those kinds of things. But you don't want to say there is no way you could possibly get yeah. sick if you come to see me. Or it's completely safe. Yeah. Because heaven forbid the, the building burns down, you know, or, yeah. or something or like that, just, you know. Just, you don't want to do anything that would give them opportunity to come after you later and say, well, they promised this and I, it wasn't made COVID. Like I said, made the building collapse during that time. They said it'd be safe and now you have, you're liable for other yeah. things you don't want. You always liability. You got to be careful so what you say. So just say I'm implementing these safety protocols. It is much safer than it was before. More, you know, that, that kind of thing. Exactly. And all the other people, aside from trying to calm your clients and make sure that they know that you've done your due diligence and you've done some hard work to make it safer, if you have staff, they need to know the same thing. We've seen this. We've seen this online with Amazon, Walmart. Certain employees are refusing to go back to work or protest anywhere because their employers are not doing right by them. And if you have a team, they're depending on you as a leader to do right by them, to give them the tools that they need to succeed and feel like they have a safe environment. And, and you're going to build a lot of trust here. I mean, if you do this type of stuff, man, people are going to become your biggest fans. They're going to be like, holy crap, look at this. My boss did these things. And the you know, client's going to be like, wow, look at all the things they did. I love this place. I mean, you just want to make sure that you 
do your due diligence. All right. So first, one quick side note, and then we'll get into some, like, we have an area we're going to talk about communications. We're going to talk about salon setup. We're going to talk about um, personal protective gear, cleaning and sanitation policies, creative ways to cut costs, make money, and some random thoughts. But before all that, I definitely want to get into this. If you have a team, this is a time where you need to update your handbook. You need to add in COVID-19 policies. You need to go through, and we're going to share a lot of different things here that can become policies for you. So I don't have exact specifics, but obviously you're going to want to remind them in this of like good manners. Like in our salon, we do not sneeze into our hand. We sneeze into our arm. Our uh, if you are sick, you do not come in. You wash your hands 30 seconds. Every time you touch something, You're in, anytime you're doing a client, you sanitize your hands. Some of the stuff you are required by your state most likely, but you want to reemphasize this and really make sure and you can just call this the COVID-19 policy addition to your handbook so that basically they understand and they should may sign no maybe they should sign they off add a little page should. have a sign off on it and add it into your thing one little another suggestion if you don't want to actually always have to get a new handbook and print it just get it and, and make a digital version of it and put it in the places like uh, Evernote Mm-hmm. Or just a PDF and add another page to your PDF page and then have them electronically signed. There's lots of things you Here's can do. Here's just a little sidebar. If you don't have an employee handbook, it's easy to create one. Many different uh, payroll companies, if you already are using a payroll services, yeah. a lot of them already uh, come with the, the, the price of the service uh, online. Yeah, ADP, um, I know for sure, has one. Uh, uh, resources that you can that you can access that. So if that's something that you're already using, you might want to put a call in to your representative. Online HR companies also have it, so you can pay a monthly fee for some of these places. They're usually less than hundred bucks. Also, you can get one from a lawyer if you just ask your lawyer. Some of them have them; they can give you one. Um, you can also just go to PBA. Excuse me, PBA has a generic one that they have. You can take that, copy it, and just add new additions to it. So many different places, and I strongly encourage you, if you have staff, you need to have a... a, You'll have to have this. If you ever get uh, inspected by OSHA, which we have, which we had before, they will come and ask, where is your handbook? Because they're going to ask you, and they're going to separate you from your staff, and they're going to interview your staff, and they're going to say things like... Where do you, what do you do in case there's a fire? Yeah. Where do you guys meet? Where's the, you know, have you ever done a fire drill? Yeah. And they might ask about COVID stuff too. I mean, yeah. it's too no, soon I, for I, legislation, I, but I, it's no, good to I have. I guarantee you at this point, uh, sickness protection, they're going to be looking for that too. Uh, why not? I mean, and you never know. You never know when you may get inspected. It's pretty random, but it, in very low, low chance, but better safe You than may never. think this is, um, it's, it's um, common sense to say, don't sneeze into your hand. Don't yeah. sneeze into, but don't don't assume that it's it's just Nothing so basic. Sense. Put it in writing <laughs> so you can at least CYA, which is cover your ass, that you have actually implant. You've spoken to your staff about this. It's just so that you can check off that list and sleep well at night. All right, so let's get into communications. The first thing, and I'm excited about this because I think there's a lot of good stuff here that's going to help you. There's a bunch of areas we need to look at. We need to look at emails. We need to look at texting, website, Instagram. And uh, one other area I'm going to suggest making a video. So first okay. off, is a, we need to create a welcome email that really lets people know. We've been emailing with our base for the last six, seven, eight, well, almost eight weeks now. And letting them know, hey, here's the update. Here's where we're at. But if you're ready to open, you need to communicate very clearly because your clients... A lot of them, you'll be surprised. They can't wait to get back in. I've heard some early stories from Georgia, at least some hair salons that were swamped with clients. Like they can't get, they don't have enough staff right now, which is good news to hear. It's encouraging. Now that's a hair salon. We'll see about the lash world. But I really expect that people for the most part still want their lashes. The economy has not sunk yet and people are desperate to look good, feel good about themselves. And this is on their side. Now we've said this in the past. We built our business in the middle of the Great Recession back in 2006, and we hired our first staff during that time, so I can promise you, even when things are bad, people still want their beauty, okay? They still want their, they still want to look. They may be broke as a joke, but they don't want to look like a joke. Rest assured that what we do is so valuable. I mean, it's so powerful. Think about it. We have the power to create beauty, make other people feel beautiful. I mean, that is such a covetous desire. People pay anything to feel better about themselves or to look more beautiful, to feel more beautiful. So just an encouragement, guys. The world may be ending for some industries, but I guarantee the beauty. But don't we all want to look gorgeous? Yeah. While, While the ship is sinking, 
it. Everyone's going to get their makeup and lashes done. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Girl. Yeah, we're okay. going to be okay. All right, so let's get into it. So the first thing, your welcome email. There's, I really have five things that you need to address during your welcome email. The first yes, is uh-huh. you need to inform them. I'm going to say, and this is only if you're Eric and the Ford, I'm going to say 90-some percent of you can do this. You need to tell them about your price increase. There'll be a nominal price increase. Yes. It's going from $70 to $80 next yeah. time you come see me. And that's just, you know, and you have to explain, you have to break you don't it down why. You have to wait for them to answer. Are you well, okay with well, that? It's an, it's an email. Okay. So. I know. Okay. <laughs> so, but that said, you're not going to need to defend it. You just say, our, we have new pricing um, in place um, to help bring about the continued service that you expect from us as well as safety and the new prices, $80 a fill. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then move on. Okay. So you want to let them know about that because that is going to give them the heads up. Normally, we don't do email pricing, but because we're not one-on-one with our clients right now, I think this is the best way to do it and inform them. Secondly, you need to inform of your new safety precautions that you're taking. You need to really break this down for them and explain everything that you're doing. I would just do it by bullet point. First, you know, when you come here, you're going to do this. Secondly, you have to wear, you know, mask or not. Actually, that's not protocol. Everything you've done in your salon, but cleaning, sheets, mask, face uh, screens, whatever you've done. Think about from the beginning of the appointment to the end, what you're doing. Um, You can say, now I have a box of Kleenex that's taped to the door, so you can grab the Kleenex and open the door before you come in. When you first come inside, I have a hose that will completely uh, spray you with uh, disinfectant and wrap you in saran wrap, and then you're going to (laughs) go, I'm not saying that you do that. You'll be a giant condom when you come into our salon, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah, Um, the idea is you need to let them know all this stuff, because this is going to real quickly, because their biggest thing is is fear. And by the way, I would acknowledge that fear in the email. I would say a Mm -hmm. lot of you might be a little afraid or concerned about what's going on. But here's what I'm doing to assuage your feelings of worry. The idea is to affirm them, not act like you're in denial and just how are clueless or don't know what's going on. Hey, Valora. Yeah, you want to let them know, hey, here I acknowledge it's scary, but we are taking steps because now you're going to look like the hero. Now you're going to look like you're amazing because you're doing all these steps. Okay, Slash says, if my client does not have a mask when they come, should I charge them a couple of bucks for one to wear? Good question. Well, it kind of depends on, I guess, where you where you are, what your clientele is, and maybe specifically about that person. If it were me, I would not. I would actually argue, no, no, I wouldn't. charge more. Just charge more for your services. Add a $3, $5, add a little bit more that's going to cover all your extra expenses. You should not have to pay out pocket to get clients back in. No, no, but she's asking. I if know. somebody shows it, up and is like, hey, all, bare I face, I do my lashes. You're, we're going to have masks at our front. I'm just going to, I'm not going to turn, the, you know. We have masks. We're buying masks for our clients because we're not going to assume they all will have uh, masks. We will actually have masks there for them to take on, put on their face, and come in. Now, if they don't have it, that's that's our expense. We are paying for that, and we're passing on all those costs onto our clients. You know what you could do? It just struck me right now to do it super cheap. Just get some paper towels, some nice thicker ones, right? Cut them into a small mouth size square. Get a couple pieces of double stick tape, put them on here, and just put it on the client's face. I mean, okay. right? I, yeah, I, that's what, are a you lot gonna of work. Dis- that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work? Yeah. You think that's a lot of work? I think just buy the mask, guys. I'm the just saying if you don't. We're, we're disagreeing on this. Okay, whatever. Toss is very frugal, in case you haven't noticed. She's like the queen of being able to do anything cheap. She seriously could take... I used to call the MacGyver of women. If you guys don't know MacGyver, MacGyver was this TV show that he literally could make a bomb out of you know, spit, uh, gum, and tape. And somehow he makes it into explosive. Tusk can do that. That's what she does. It's because you know. my grandparents went through the depression and, and my she parents. she thinks she did too. No, they almost <laughs> like raised me on, on a commune. I didn't grow up in a commune, but I felt like that. Commune, yeah. So anyhow, that all said, the idea is if you're paying more money for things, you should pass that cost to your clients. It's not a lot. These masks are not thousands of dollars, guys. You can get hundreds of masks. I mean, traditionally, they're like six, eight cents, but of course, everything's gone up now. So I get it. you're going to be paying maybe 50 cents, a dollar, whatever it is. Whatever it is, pass that cost cost on. Make it easier. Don't put obstacles for your client. And don't make it confrontational either. Don't be like, you you know, just say, oh, please put this mask on. It's for your own safety. Let them know it's for them. Not so much for you. You have your mask on. You're fine. You're doing it for them. Technically, we, we won't go into the mask. The mask really stops you from getting other people sick it doesn't stop you from getting sick as you know unless you're wearing a covid one of the um, n95 masks 
the, the mask when you're wearing just stops you from spitting and your germs from getting out. That's all they're for. So those people who are like, I mask won't stop you from getting sick. Yes, that is true. It will not stop you from getting sick. It will stop you from getting other people sick. And I love you, Lash Nerd. Thank you for everyone's talking about it. our dog right now. It's and, awesome. And thank you for talking about our cute little baby. Okay, so two. Uh, so two was inform of your safety precautions that you're taking in the salon. Secondly, you need to tell them of your salon protocols when they arrive. They need to know ahead of time what you're expecting them to do. And here's a few things that we would suggest would be good ideas. First, when they arrive, they should stay in their car and text you, I am here, I am ready to go. Because you don't want people hanging out in your lobby. Even if it's just a single practitioner right now and you have two clients, one waiting, one in the room, you would be best right now to say, you know what, stay in the car and wait. I will text you when you're when I'm ready to get you. And so maybe when, as your client's about ready to walk out the door, you can text them saying, I'm ready for you, and they can come up at that time. Or it depends, because I know some people are like sometimes are three or four or five minutes away from their salon because they you know, they're in the city and they have to walk and park. You figure out the timing and work it all out. But the idea is do not have clients hang out and stay in your salon right now. It's not a wise idea. And some states may not allow it. So what better to do is say, hey, when you arrive, just text me and I will get back to you as soon as I'm ready. Secondly, tell them you must wear a mask to come in. I just think for all of us, it's just better to come up front with that and say, please wear a mask. Now, there's some clients, depending on where you are in the country, will be like, screw you. You don't tell me what to do. Well, you can choose at that point what you want to do. You say your state may require you anyway. Like in California, they're requiring you to go on the bus now. You have to wear a mask. So you have to watch your local authorities, but for your best interest and for theirs, I would just let them know for your sake, it would be best to wear a mask. And if you can't, don't have one, I'll have mask waiting for you at the front door. You can even go in the gloves. You want to wear gloves. We went somewhere to look at something today and they require us to wear gloves. So, so yeah, be it. If it, if it makes you feel comfortable, if it's, it, cause it's kind of a placebo, it helps people remember. Yeah. I like to wear gloves. He doesn't. Yeah. Gloves. So I, I realize I like, still ah. touch everything. I'm I, just like, I like the gloves and I think I might have that just because. It yeah. makes people feel better. It, it, it does feel safer. Next, um, we will be telling our people, we will be taking your temperature when you arrive at our salon. We bought it. It took a couple of weeks. We bought two of them. We bought a cheap one. Okay. It didn't work, and I bought a more... Beware. If it's too cheap to be true, yeah. he's just like, wow, this one's only... It's refurbished, and it's, it's like, only this much money, yeah. and, and I'm like, oh, They honey, paid me to know. take it. <laughs> so he gets it, and he comes, and it's like totally broken. I'm yeah. like, it's too good to be true. It is. So we spent like a hundred bucks, I think it was, and got a light, much nicer one. And it's just one that does the forehead. You see them all over TV now. Buy one now. They're they're they are some of them are running out of stock, but if you buy it now and you're not open yet, or as soon as you have one, you, you can open without it. But it's just one more step you're saying you're doing to try to do your due diligence. Then we'll say we're also telling people no children, no friends can come with you. Come alone. Please. We cannot uh, basically have people waiting around it again social distancing is impossible when you have all these people in your salon so no friends no family nothing you have to come alone and lastly you can choose this or not but you can even say no cash is accepted we are going cashless right now you can use venmo you can use paypal um, maybe you have a credit card machine like you do at, we do at our tr- a grocery store where you just put your card near it and it reads it Whatever it is, go cashless if all possible. Again, this is maybe too far, and but you know what? That's okay. Um, last nerd. Oh, what brand is it? I don't know what brand it is. What? I what I'm gonna do of the of this the thermometer that we have. There's so many. Uh, it's okay. We'll just do it later. And I, like I said, I'm gonna create. If you if you're coming on now, we're gonna create a PDF for you guys or a sheet that you can get download. Just email us at paul at lashcastpodcast.com or go ahead on to um, our, our page here, our Instagram page and go to the very bottom and just give us your email and we'll send that to you by this weekend, if not Monday, but the latest. And it'll just be all this information that you can use, links to stuff, product ideas and ways to protect yourself. Okay, we gotta keep going. We're getting caught up here. So, um, so that's that. Next, four. I would also want to tell them if you want to buy product, please give me a heads up and I'll have it ready for you when you get here. In fact, you can say... Took it off at all disinfected and put it in a bag yeah. and everything. You can have it clean. You can have, have charge a plastic them bag that whatever, seals. Yeah. You can get bags that seal. That way you do not need to have any sort of uh, looking through products. In fact, I would even say remove all your product from your shelves. A couple of people here have some stuff here. We might send invoices to people before they arrive. So, but, oh, yeah. There, there you go. Or we can check them in, um, in the room with the iPad. Exactly. A lot of this can be done ahead of time. Just have them pay up Good front, input. which is great. No cancellations that way, right? And as well as having um, or just doing it there with the iPad. Uh, Anne-Marie said, um, my state put in a highly encouraged cash or other payment apps. But funny, they say... To encourage um, no credit cards. 
cards, but, but cash, cash is, is okay. okay. Yeah, Isn't that funny. Uh, discourage credit cards. I sound like a caveman. Sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. Well, this is the thing. We keep hearing like opposites, right, from the from the government. Don't do this, but do this. Don't you know be around people who have the virus, but we all need to be infected at some point so we have herd immunity. So yeah. I can't believe that the government's being incoherent. Yeah, what a shock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, so that just have that tell them that. Then lastly, ask them the fall. You say please or ask these following questions, and you're asking me these questions again when they arrive. Before you come in, please answer these following questions. This should be in your email. Do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Have you been in contact with someone who's had COVID-19 in the last 14 days? And are you currently living with anyone who is sick or quarantined? If yes has been said to any of these questions, uh, we need to reschedule an appointment for 14 days later. Um, as long as you've not shown any symptoms or anyone you're with does, then in 14 days we can get you in. You need to do that. You need to let them know up front and, and let them know. And we'll be asking you this question again when you arrive. I think everyone knows this Everybody is coming. Everybody knows that. We've been through the airlines. People ask you, did anyone like pack your bags? Did you... They've always been in your possession. I mean, we're used to that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, all right, that's the email you're going to send out. And also, you know, share excitement. Can't wait to see you guys. We're, we're doing everything we can to make this a great experience for you. Blah, 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 all that. Then you also want to create an email. I would take the same, the same uh, or a text, same email, combine it, shorten it, really make it tight and put that into a text format. So when you basically are confirming the appointment via text, which is what we do, we have an email that goes out four days and then we text two days out. And then if they don't respond to any of them, we call them the day before. That's our protocol for confirming appointments. And we know that way we don't ever get no shows and cancellations. Um, basically you can also send the text two days out, just confirm, Hey guys, here's all the stuff. Remember you need to do this. Then go to your website, update your website, Add in, I'd add in COVID-19 safety procedures. If you don't know how to do that or you have to pay someone to do it, I get it. It's a pain in the butt. But again, you're trying to dispel all fears with clients, especially new clients. Because uh, just a side note, there are going to be some clients that can't get into their old people, clients or old people, their old people that they usually see because either one, they've given up because some people are going to just quit or they're too scared to go back to work or they're too overbooked. And so as a result, they're... They're There's looking. Gonna be over. They're going to be people looking for people so to get you. So following on these protocols is going to make yourself more attractive to uh, people who have any questions in their mind about is this person safe? You know. Yeah, exactly. And then also you're going to want to update your Instagram and Facebook page. I would definitely put in there that you want to put some posts that explain your safety procedures and your protocols. And I would even put in your bio, in your bio like, like, "Hey, we're open," and uh, or when you're going to open. You know, your bio is there to communicate. People look to your bio and don't, you know, you should be communicating using that bio as a way to let people know. Because that's like the first thing. If they like what they see on your page, then they're going to go to your bio and they're going to see your name and look for your, where you're located and all that. Make sure that's there for them. All right. Um, one other thing you can include all this, which I think would be really fun. You can put it on your Instagram live. In fact, we're thinking about doing it. It takes a little more work, but it's something that would be really cool. And I have a link in the bio. So if you go to our page right now, there's a link in our bio where you can see this. And that is um, a video that shares all the stuff that you've done. And maybe it can be two, three, four, five minutes. And you put it on your YouTube, you put it on your Facebook, you put it on your Instagram, and put it as an Instagram Live. And just let everyone know. And so you want to have that there because you want people to see and experience your salon, especially new people, because some people are out there looking and trying to find where to go, and you want to do whatever you can to help persuade them to come to you. And by you being more proactive and shooting videos and showing all this content, it's going to be wonderful. All right, so let's go into now salon setup. So I just wanted to say, I know Nikki wanted to join on our live, but we have like a long list and we're running a little well, we don't, bit late. We, don't, so. we just don't do that. Okay. <laughs> so. we, this, we do interview people at times. So this, these episodes that we're going to be doing on Thursdays are really going to be about giving you DM guys us. tools. And if you have questions, you can definitely DM. I answer all the DMs to my own demise because it takes hours sometimes, but I'm here to serve you guys. We love you guys and want to help out any way we can. All right, next, salon set. We're going to fly through this a little bit more. The first half, we've gone a little slow. We're going to try to get more information in here and just give you ideas. These are things that you need to think about or doing. So obviously, everyone knows, you need if you're going to do social distancing, you need to have a six-feet plan to have a social distancing set up in your salon. So just- Tape on the need, floor or you know, whatever. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about that in a second. First thing I thought, here's an idea, guys. I saw this. I thought it was a good one. Make your front door, prop it open so they don't have to actually open your door. Right now, probably most of you have a door that is closed and it's normal. But right now, you want to find every way possible to make it so they don't have to touch anything. They literally glide into your salon, 
you touch them, get some lashes, and glide out afterwards and don't touch a thing. That's the ideal situation. I'm going to stick a box of uh, those Kleenex hand towels on the wall uh, or on the door so that people can literally just use that towel, open the door, and I'm going to have a trash can right inside that they can just throw that in. Yeah, well, uh, there we go. That's our next thing we're going to talk about. So, um, Lux Lash said, what do you think about lashing with a face shield? I'm actually big fans of that idea. Great idea. Mm-hmm. We'll go into that more in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. So we believe, and this is how we're going to have, we're going to sign a table at the front of our entrance. So it depends on how your salon's set up. We actually have a little hallway where we can put a, a little table and sign. And on that basically table is going to be this. It's going to say, you know, welcome, obviously, to Tustin's Integrity Lash. And this says, before you come in, please answer these questions. Um, do you have a, the same things we have in the email. We're just going to repeat ourselves and just be redundant because... You need to. You need to repeat things. People don't get things usually the first time, and you want to be do your due diligence. So we're just saying, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Have you been in contact with someone with COVID-19, or is anyone living you who is currently sick or been quarantined? And then if any of those have happened, please you know, text me right now and reschedule. So even before they come in, they can say, oh, crud, I forgot. You know what? My aunt, who I saw yesterday, now has COVID, so I'm going to go home. And, you know, there might be some odd situations here and difficult conversations, but you have to stand up for you, protect yourself, protect your family, protect other clients. And by the way, you could be quarantined if you have to interact with someone who has COVID-19 or was exposed to someone, and you yourself can be quarantined and forced to close down again for 14 days. You don't want to do that, so you have to ask for people to be respectful and say, I understand that you really want your lashes, but I respect, I hope you understand, because you can't answer these questions in the way way that we need you to answer them. Um, And some people may lie. I get it. It may some people just tell you not that you know just yeah. I don't care. So if they if they do, you, you, it's an honor system. But hopefully, if they, uh, they you know you know them and they respect you, they'll just answer them correctly, and you take it from there. Also, you, you want to waive your cancellation fees, yeah, um, so that it's not going to encourage yeah, there's people no cost to, lie. to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no co- cost to them. You can't you can't they, charge them. They, yeah, you can be like, ha gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, you got COVID and you now pay owe me money. Um, yeah, that's not not cool. So yeah, as a policy, that's something we'll talk more. But yes, cancellation fees and all no shows, all that because of this, I would for put a temporary freeze on and have a lot of grace for people right now. It makes sense. So you have that up there. Also, I would just have here's what you need to do when you come in. Please take a mask if you didn't bring one. I would have I would also have a hand sanitizer there. Please sanitize your hands. Um, we, we're looking for these footies we talked about in the past. You can get these footies. I actually, like shower have, caps for your feet. Yeah, they have not come yet. I ordered them like two, three weeks ago. I'm getting concerned, to be honest. It's too good to be true. Yeah, so and it's over the top. You don't need footies. But if you can get them, they're kind of cool. They'll make you look like a doctor or your clients will look like doctors when you put them on. It's just one more thing, almost like this would almost purely be a um, what do you call the placebo placebo thank you it just makes them feel good um also i say we will be taking your temperature um when you arrive um please no please come alone no friends and family so if they have something they can say i'm sorry I have to go away and also please stay six feet away from all people if you have a team or a salon um, except for your stylist obviously and we're not accepting cash Okay, those will all be there. And then they obviously you come out, greet them, take the temperature, and then walk them into the room and sit down and get going. Okay, so that's going to be what I would say is the most ideal way to set it up. Now, I want to show you guys real quickly an example of a sign that I got from Anne-Marie, who was in here earlier. I don't know if she's still in here, but I'll want to show this. Anne-Marie.pro. Yes. She showed this to us and sent this, and she's going to – I think she's going to put all this stuff online too. And so it's really cool. And this is what she has. She's – exactly. She said – she's showing her certifications. Again, affirming any fears or trying to get people to realize she knows her stuff. She's been careful. She's been mindful. And there she is. Anne-Marie is here. Um, Then she's explained her appointments, how they're going to work. And then on the bottom there, um, I think she's explaining um, her pricing and Amory, you need to list our pricing. You're discounting people. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Amory. I'm sure she's going to have that up on her page, or if Amory wants to tell us right now that if she's going to have that online, you can go check her out at amory.pro, and you can get a picture of that. That will be helpful for you guys to see what she's up to. Lashner is asking, how would we handle no-shows? Right now, unfortunately, this, you're going to eat, eat it. it. <laughs> I think you're going to eat it for a short term. I mean, this is not forever. Okay, We're talking for the next few weeks. But there would be a conversation. So if yeah. you're confirming your people and somebody didn't show up, you're going to be like, what's going on? Yeah. You know? I mean, I think we'll be as generous as we possibly can. If it's out, uh, egregious, you know, and it happens more than once, then there's a problem. But yeah. Yeah, no, I exactly. Think, I think we're going to be try to be as generous as we possibly can. Always, uh, at this Always point. give people grace um, and put a boundary around that. 
All right, so some other things you want to do. You want to close off the waiting area. I don't think you want a waiting area, especially if you, or if you do, and let's say you have a salon, then I would definitely create barriers and put social distancing so people are far apart from each other and then put some sort of partitions between clients. You can't Maybe just have, here. can't have them sitting next to each other, coughing, you know, breathing, sweating all over each other, especially in summer. So you want to make sure that everyone is social distancing every way possible. But to make it simple, like I said, I just have people wait in their cars and text when they arrive. I, I also think that you should try to clean out your... I mean, what I'm trying to do with uh, my little studio is remove almost everything because I yeah. want less surfaces that I have to clean. I want it to look a little bit spartan when people come in um, yeah. so that it it just registers in the brain, clean, empty almost. Yeah. I almost want it to Make look Make it look empty. more like a medical place where mm -hmm. it's very basic, very simple. This isn't the time to decorate your salon as much as I know you want to spruce it up, do something fun because you're and excited cute. to be back and cute. People would, are more concerned about yeah. the safety. Safety is all they care about. So more, less stuff to be cluttered, less stuff to collect dust and germs. So no better. No flake flowers. I mean, if you've got flake flowers, it's fine. But just don't go out and buy more. Buy yeah. more, right? Yeah. Or maybe think about putting those away just for, for, for temporary. Because again, it's just more surfaces, right? Yeah, more areas to have to clean. Also, get rid of magazines, paper cups, snacks, service menus, business cards, anything people have to touch right now. They're going to all, you're all digital at this point. No, nothing's happening. Even digital coffee. Say, you know what? Get your digital coffee and, or bring your own coffee. What's digital coffee? It's like in your mind. Like just imagine drinking coffee right now. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, can you yes. give me a digital coffee? I will give you, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Digital coffee. It's Too the best. Good. I love digital coffee. Plus it, it the caffeine works. <laughs> All right, so all right. Okay, um, last year we're going to ask them to bring their own blanket if they want. Oh, if you want your own mommy yeah, blanket, you bring yeah, your own. I've heard that. Some, we don't have any blankets. We're going to remove our blankets. We're still going to have sheets because we can clean those in between clients. But yeah, I've heard that people have talked about. Yeah, bring your own blanket, which well, is awesome. I think that's a great idea. Um, Anne Marie says thanks for the shout out. My pricing is quite luxury. Just giving back to those who've been um, good. And um, and I feel that I come back only the first appointment back. I get it, I get it, but your costs are gone up. So you and you've not worked for two week, two months. So losing more money to me is just a bad, bad idea. But everyone, do, run your own business the way you want to. We're just here to give advice country. and and be ignored sometimes. <laughs> so we'll still be your friend. We'll still be your friend. We still think you're awesome, Emery. If you're not following, you really need to. She gives a lot of great content. All right, guys, what else? Um, if you have a reception area, you need to put one of those acrylic shields you've seen in grocery stores to protect your front desk staff. It's important. I know it's not going to be cheap, but you really need to think about that. Um, you also probably should look into print. What we love is Royal Winta air filter system. R-O-W-E-N-T-A. Rowinta. Yeah, it's like a it's spelling what, bee here it's, now. It's what um, OSHA recommended for us for um, cleaning out the air. It's yeah. the best one. It's great. OSHA loves it. When we when OSHA invested in us, they said this is the best system out there. Now, there's some people that have air AC units and you have filtering systems. Like it, if, it will get the viruses. Yeah, yeah it, gets viruses. it gets viruses. It gets like 99% of everything that's in the air. It's amazing. And it cleans like pretty big rooms. You can not I mean like, like not thousand square foot, but if you have like 800 or 400 square feet, it will clean that whole room, just mm -hmm. one thing. And it will remove the cyanoacrylate fumes from your it room, will. so we'll, you won't have that issue either. Well, we've had people who are severely had um, issues with the glue. Once we put those in, all of a sudden the issues went away. So there's dual uh, things benefits. going on, benefits here. And not there, an ionizer. Don't get an yeah. ionizer. Ionizer's not going to pull the stuff out of the air. It's not going to yeah. It's not going to purify it. And OSHA have said that. Ionizers are not good. There would be people who will try to sell you that. Oh, we bought them. Yeah. We bought them for the whole salon. Until, yeah. you know, and they're like, they're worthless. I'd have hand sanitizer stations everywhere. I would just go crazy. I would not be cheap in that area. I would just have everyone. Yes, we're going to air purifier, Nikki. Um, yes, that's exactly yes. it. You guys got yes, it. Yes, so yes. I would just have hand sanitizer in the bathroom. I'd have it by your station. I'd have it in the entryway. I'd have it at the door when they first walk in. So that when they first come in and when they walk out, maybe you have another one at the table and they walk out. You just want, you just want people bathing and having sanitizer so that again, you're communicate safety. That's all you're trying to do. And you're actually trying to be safe. I would also get floor stickers. There are lots of people online right now. You can get those floor stickers. You see at the grocery stores that say if people have to wait, like maybe you someone comes to that front 
of your salon. You want to say, please wait here before coming in because you want to come out and get them. And maybe if you have an area for where you want people to pay and you say pay here, whatever, there's ways of setting this up so that you can communicate with people and reemphasize it. And these things are not going to cost you an arm and leg. You don't need to buy a floor sticker. I'm not, that's not, I say have to. You can, you can can make floor stickers with (laughs) gaffing tape, masking tape, painter's tape, tape with a marker. You don't have to buy one. Yeah. You don't have to do it. I'm just saying you can do this and you just type in Google's and you'll you'll see a bunch of these options out there. Uh, Someone says they made their own 80 ish sanitizer. 80% of sanitizer. Yeah. That is being resourceful. But side note, make sure you do not sell that sanitizer. I've seen some people. Don't sell it. Taking sanitizer. Then you're you're liable. Now you're liable because now you're a manufacturer. You cannot be a manufacturer and take that liability on and be selling stuff. So you have big chunks of sanitizer and you're like, I'm going to sell it to my clients. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bad idea. That you get you more trouble than it's worth. I'm Tuskiver. You're Tuskiver. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Also, go cashless if you can. Go with there's so many payment systems, Zelle, um, Venmo, uh, PayPal, all these ways, or like we have with our credit card machine, you just put your card next to it and tap it for a lot wireless. of people. It's wireless and you can go that route. People use their iPhones now and your you know, all your phones, you can use payment that way. Find whatever it is that you can do and look into that and research it and find a way to go cashless because you just want to make it where people don't have to touch. Even when you use the credit card, like on that, we use, um, we call it, um, my mind just went blank, the square. Square, it says if they're not, you can still have them do it and not sign it. Now, the only problem, downside, is you'll pay higher fees on that. But right now, for short term, for a little bit of time, a little bit higher fees, it's not going to kill you. So just suck it up, take the higher fees, and go from that. All right, so we have 15 minutes. I know. And I know you Remove products from the walls. Get them out. Like I said, you want to set up a system where they pre-order stuff and you have it waiting for them. I would not have products all over where people are touching products and looking while they're waiting. You don't want to do that. Because you I, have to clean all that stuff. You yeah, have to clean all the products more stuff every to clean. time. You don't want to clean stuff once Make a day. Make your place look Spartan. Um, also, as when it comes to, you want, here's another idea, have reusable bags or resealable bags when people arrive. So if they have their purse and jacket and want to take it off, say, here's a bag, they can take it, seal it, and put it in there. That way it's not touching on anything, not like, laying on chairs. Like, you know when chairs. you go to the hospital and they give you that bag with, like, little handles and you put all your stuff in it and yeah. then they give it back to you when you're done? So another thing we did, we bought a phone sterilizer. And we spent, like, 150 for ours because I just wanted a good one. But basically, you really want to get a phone sanitizer too. I think it's a great thing because that phones get yucky. So um, let's see. Uh, I didn't think of the product testers. Yeah, yeah the product testers. testers mm-hmm. Yeah, big problem there too. Um, protective gear. You guys got to make sure you get masks for yourself. Your face shields, I think would be great. And gloves. Those three things you need to be thinking. And you might be thinking about gowns. You may switch out gowns. Maybe you get four or five gowns and you switch between clients and then you wash them at the end of the night and come back the next day and just reuse them again. I mean, there's also disposable ones, but that can get kind of costly after a while. So you really want to look into that. That's one option. And the face shields, Bella Lash um, is selling. shout out to Bella. Yeah, they're selling the mask as well as this cool shield. shield. They haven't put it out yet, but they're going soon. That you put over the face and protects you, them. It's like this yeah while you're working so it's in between you and the client yeah and, and it's it's acrylic and they make it in the united states um i know that i just want to give them the shout out i love bella Lash. they got a lot of crap because they are charging more flack. prices higher prices for their shields but they're charging more because they flipping make them guys i've been there i've been in their studio i've been in their business they have engineers that work there they make a lot of their stuff and it's not cheap to make in the united states also, they're not mass producing it in china and they're handmade they're not like a big production line the other thing is that it's it's counterintuitive but acrylic is actually expensive yeah. um the clear acrylic um i have a fetish for acrylic furniture i have a table that's made out of acrylic and the thing was thousands of dollars and a, an acrylic chair is is thousands of dollars the material itself is expensive and it has to be rendered by hand and so I mean, it seems like it's cheap. It th- seems like it would be made in China because it's cheap plastic. I mean, it looks like clear, cheap plastic, right? But it's it's not. It's, not. it's acrylic. If you go to tap plastics and you try to uh, buy one sheet of acrylics, you'll see what the price is. It's, yeah. it's, and then it's, imagine they shape it, formed it, and made it for you to use. It's not going to be cheap, guys. I get it. If you want cheap versions, there's other ones out there. Theirs is a little bit more nice. It's a little bit more uh, and adjustable. And it's made stateside. Yeah. I'm planning on buying it as soon as it's available. Yep. And I just want to shout out... 
what's nice about it is it's because it's made in the U.S., you're going to get it right away. And, yeah. um, and you know the quality is going to be better, and I know they stand behind their work, and I'm sure if, that, if there's an issue, they'll fix it for you. And, and you're supporting American jobs versus you know supporting Chinese, <laughs> which the Chinese are great. But if right now, I think everyone's saying we need to start helping our own right now in the United States, take care of people here before we worry about buying stuff cheap overseas now. So last, Jeannie, is a face shield as good as a mask, or do you use them in conjunction with each other? I'm probably going to use them in conjunction. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, doctors do. You see doctors in the hospital using them. They'll have a face shield and they'll have a mask. The thing is, is that technically, like, if you did a study, would it would it help transmission? It might a little bit. It may not. But part of it is it's it's kind of like placebo. You're you're putting you're using a lot of these things. I would use as much as you can just for optics and also any kind of reduction in transmission. But yeah. it it shows it's communicating to your client that you're caring about these these things. Yeah, so, and, and, and that, and she will give you her confidence. And, and check and, your state. Everyone's gonna have different requirements. Our state board has not put out what their requirements are yet. We'll find out. They'll make it very clear at some point. This is what you have to do. And I encourage you strongly to follow your state oh, requirements. The shield is different because it actually protects the eyes. The yeah. mask is just doing this. So it's it's really the face shield will protect you if sh- if the client is coughing or or, or something or something gets yeah. in your eye. You know something like that. And and the, and the mask protects you from them or not protect you from them. Keeps you from and them sick so yeah. when you're breathing you're not spitting out germs on them that's what the mask for the shield is protecting your eyes, eyes. from being um, hit with any sort of um, spit. spit so alright <laughs> yeah real real, real eloquent there alright um, employees and their idea too guys is just have a pair of clothes that you wear to work mm-hmm. and when you get home change those clothes maybe in the garage or something like that or where, if you have a place you can set up where you can change your clothes and throw them in the clothing line or clothes so you don't bring anything home, home. yeah to your family. Yeah, you just want to keep your family safe. So change. our son does that when he gets home, immediately takes off his clothes. He works in pizza place and he throws clothes and washes them every night. And Except the dog is by the door waiting to lick the pizza juices <laughs> off the feet. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, um, so you may want to just do that. And so let's talk about cleaning and sanitizing. This stuff I think is a little bit more self-evident, but you need to disinfect your whole salon every day. That means go through the whole place. You need to make sure your disinfectants are EPA registered and they're labeled with bacteri- bacterial side, um, viral side, fungal side. Um, every- basically, these things have to make sure that they have those things on. If they're just like, yeah, it's good to clean for your, your sink and your kitchen you know, after you cook or whatever, that's not really what you're looking for. You're looking for some a little more heavy hitting, something a little bit more And make substance. sure you're following the directions. Some, uh, even Lysol, Clorox sprays, yeah. they have to be wet on the surface for 10 minutes before they actually kill yeah. all those 99.9%. Uh, hyperchlorous acid, it's the same thing, 10 minutes. So um, leave it wet. By the way, some cleaners will say on it, good for a coronavirus. They're not thinking the coronavirus COVID-19. They're thinking about other coronaviruses because this is not the first one we've ever seen. And so they may put that. And that's a good sign. If it says good for coronavirus, guess what? It's good for COVID-19 too. If it says virusite, it's fine too. Yeah. Make sure your tweezers are always fully immersed. That's already something you should be doing probably in every state. But if not, you need to get something that you have full immersion into the barbicide. Change the water if it gets cloudy or if it has any debris in it. If yeah. if it has any debris in it, that's considered um, contaminated. Also, they also look to make sure that the tweezers are... They also make sure that they look to see that the tweezers yeah, are fully, fully immersed. immersed yeah. Right. So yeah, make, make sure. And I would just replace it more often. I wouldn't wait till it gets cloudy. I would just like every two or three days replace it. I think usually can go more than that, but just to be a little bit more precautious right now. Wipe down all the counters after between every client, anywhere where clients are, you need to wipe it down. You need to go around, wipe off everything, wipe it down, change the sheets. And all so the towels, does everything. Does it make sense to take a lot of stuff out of the salon? I yeah, mean, just that's make what it I think. Easier. And um, basically, well, yeah, white ball seats, counters, doorknobs, even those. Or, like I said, keep your door propped open if you can. Even go back once a couple times a day, clean the restroom. You want hand sanitizer in the room. You want upgrade if you can. Upgrade the faucets and dispensers to be touchless. I mean, it's an idea. Also, post a, san- a sign in the bathroom that says, please wash your hands. Okay, now, if, you don't, if you're not responsible for the restroom or keeping it up. Um, you like are, we aren't. We, we, we are, rent a place I, they don't. We're still, you're still responsible for that client. And in our building... Um, um, they, it's sometimes the towel service is spotty. They, there's not paper towel, so give the client a towel to 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 go to yeah. the, the ladies' room. With. Someone said um, Barbicide recommends daily to replace Good. it. I mean, of course, of they course would. they do. Of course right? they are. Like, you should do it every hour. <laughs> but that said, um, I, the state does not require that. Uh, but 
anyhow, it's a smart idea that at this point, just get more used to changing your barber side. Um, other things you need to get, I would get alcohol wipes so you can wipe down phones, wipe down your phone, wipe down all services, your computer, because you're, you're going to be using your computer, and especially if people do sign or want to do that, you're going to wipe your phone with um, these alcohol wipes. I alcohol get, is find, hard to find right now. Yeah, that's it is true. really hard to find. If you need to find isopropyl alcohol, Go to an electronic supply. That's where I, I'm buying it from right now. Yeah. It's just electronic supply, isopropyl alcohol mixed with distilled water. Um, so. You can get a UV wand that you can use for over your lashes. When you're done at the end of the day, you just UV them before you put them away. And there was a controversy about, you know, some people say cut your lashes and don't have any extra lashes. We're not going to go into that now. But if I know a lot of people don't throw lashes away at the end of the day because they can't afford especially salons can't afford that because it's like they'd be throwing away tons of money so that all said get uv wand if you need to that uv your lights that sanitize them or get uv san- a sanitizer we have that with our tweezers a we, cabinet the cabinet we so what we do is we put them in barbicide actually we put them on a wash first and then barbicide and then we bag them in a sterilized bag and then lastly we put them in the uv light and we let them uv in there that way, there's no way by the time Tuss opens that bag that the lashes or the t- equipment is going to be st- is, is going to be contaminated in ah, any way. Lashner uses dental bibs to cover our tabletop so it's sanitary for our lash supplies. Very yeah. good. Um, so I that's like those little dental bibs. Some other things too. Wear your hair up right now. I know a lot of people love their hair down, but you, again, people kind of like with food restaurants when your hair is up, it just looks more clean, more sanitized. Having your hair flopping around, yeah. it's not a big deal. If uh, you're a glamour girl and you love to wear your hair down, I love it wearing down just me too wear it up you wish i know i wish i wear my beard down now (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just a difference it's a change it's saying i'm concerned about safety all right only a few more minutes let's wrap this up we're almost done guys we have until yeah seven o'clock here consent forms um policies here let's talk about policy stuff consent forms should you have one this is a big one. I don't know. PBA says they're going to have one up soon. So I would look at the PBA in the next week. They will have one. Also, I would talk to your lawyer. You need to get a lawyer and talk to them. I need a consent form. They may already have a standard one. They just need to alter a little bit. I We're not going to do it right now because the truth is we're not – I'm not – I really don't think clients are going to be suing people saying you got gave me COVID. There's no way to prove that. I think if you don't do safety precautions and if you're it'll not easier, it, yeah, it'll be a lot easier. But if you're doing everything you can to make it look safe and show that, I think uh, the basically the waiver is not as necessary. Now, if you feel you need to go for it, I'm not against that. I don't think it's wrong or something weird about it. I just think it may be <sighs> too much. What Paul needs a beard. beard bib. You do oh, actually they gosh. do have beard bibs. I don't bibs. know what that means. They have beard nets. Okay, let's keep going. Like at Costco. Like, also, some other things you may want to do right now is extend your hours so that you can get more clients in. So normally, man, the pig is literally going to take over the show here in a second. Um, Oh, I said, Christine's from Ireland Lash says, you can ask your insurance for a, um, as well for consent. Yeah, I'm sure insurance companies, HR, all that. Can you please, she's literally digging on my back. So stop it, pig. Our piglet's attacking me as we talk. She just can't wait anymore. So basically, extend your hours is another way to get more people in so you can do full sets, right? Because we can't be just giving people fills right now. We have to give them full sets. And if you have a lot of client staff, you need to stagger your staff to make sure you do social distancing. So basically right now, you need to basically do everything you can to spread it out, which may mean you need to come in at 6 a.m. We opened, we had two shifts. We started at 7 a.m. and we worked till 11, 11.30 p.m., two shifts. It worked great. We got more clients in that way. We had more productivity, more opportunity to make money for the staff and everyone. And you may need to do that yourself and extend things because obviously you need more times between clients for cleaning. You're going to need more time for all that. So you do not want to shortchange yourself or stress yourself out. It's stressful enough. So you need to get, make sure you add more time if needed. Also, like we said, wave, um, wait fees, um, offers, um, also you might want, as far as products go, have curbside pickup in case you decide, you know what, I'm not going to open my salon yet, but I do want to sell products. You can do curbside pickup for now while you're adjusting and getting ready. And then also a big thing I would tell your staff, you need to tell them right now, this is a hard time for everyone. We get it, but this is a time for you to be the beacon of hope. Mm. You are not going to download and tell how horrible your life is right now when clients take come in. Clients. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't take the bait. Even if they ask you, just tell them I'm doing fine. Even if you can't pay your rent or you've eaten, been eating ramen every day, beans and rice, 
don't tell them because you don't want to become a stressful time or where they start feeling guilty for being gone or canceling and all that, guys. This is not the time to make a sob story. This is the time to inspire people and make them feel amazing and build them up. Go home to your loved ones, your family, your friends, and get build up by them or talk to us, us or whatever. But do <laughs> not take that on your clients. This is not. not the time. They'll ask you. They'll ask you. It's just perfunctory. So you just say, yes, everything's fine. That kind of thing. Or share some story, but it's about their time. Remember? It is. And then a couple last things, and we're going to wrap this up. Um, and I think this is actually, um, Amory, I think, posted this too. You could do something where you give discounts to people, frontline workers, as mm-hmm. a thank you. So thank you guys, medical medical people. We want to help you guys and support you. And by that, I'm giving you a little thank you. You could also give discounts. I can see this for people who are willing to wait. It's saying, look, I can't get you all in the first week. I have to be, it may be three weeks before I get to you. Because I'm making you wait three more weeks, I'm I'll going to give you a, you a small break because you're waiting so long. I can see and stuff like that. And you're being cool, thanks. Or you can just charge a premium to get people in early. It's like, oh, if you want in early, the first week, you've got to pay yeah. 20 bucks or 50 bucks more. If you have more. so many people and you can't determine who how to get people in at first, just say the first two weeks, the price is this. It's higher. Yeah. And then so maybe that will help. Oh, the person might say like, oh, I can't afford that right now. I'll wait the next week or whatever. Another couple of things real quick. Um, by the way, if you want to just do something, I know a lot of people have done this. Amory did this. You take the Barbicide certification course. It takes, I think it's less than an hour. I think it's really short. I know Tesla's going to do it. We haven't done it yet, but we'll be doing it. There's a link in our bio for it. Yeah, don't worry. It'll pop up when it says we've got less than two minutes. Um, so the link's in the bio on our Instagram right now. Also, we have a link to the safety video that someone made. There's an example for it for you guys. If we make one, we'll put it out there too, but for now, you can go see this woman in Georgia who made one. She's a hairstylist. It's not for lashes, but she made a safety video. It's like the whole video, it's like a five-minute video, I think, but there's different parts. One is more explaining what she does, and then one's actual video. It's really good. It's really good. It'll be helpful for you guys. And one last thing, don't report people who decide to work when maybe they shouldn't. Right now, everything's chaotic, and I just don't want, I don't think it's your job to get rat other people out. It's your job to take care of yourself and your family and get yourself working. And I think there's this need. Some people are going to feel the gout there and, and shut other people down because they're risking other people's lives. I get that, but you don't know what they're going through. Maybe they literally aren't eating right now. Maybe they have a family of eight that they're trying to support off one income. You don't know. And I think right now is the time for grace and understanding and not judgment and, and frowning on people. So just my, that will be my last thing. Yes, keep be as Emery says, be keep it real, real, but be, be kind, kind, be compassionate, be, compassionate. be mindful of others, care yeah. about others first. Treat before others yourself. the way you would want to be treated. Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't want to be turned in. I mean, anyway, just yeah. great. Well, we're not, right? but we're not working. We're by not. The way. No, we're not. <laughs> this is like uh, don't, don't turn me in. Like we're we're not working. No. It's okay. We're we're not working until September probably. Hey, how about that? That'll be fun. That all said, guys, thank you so much. We got through a lot. Thank you, my <sighs> in friends. In one hour, a lot of content. Hopefully, you found it useful. Our Please last nerd family. You know, check in with us and DM us or email me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com or, or like I said, sign up for our email list and I will try my best over this weekend, if not by Monday, a PDF that will explain everything. And otherwise, we're done, guys. We had a great night. We will see you again next week. Thursday, 6 p.m. is our new time we're doing this. And then we will also be doing other stuff. You know, we're interviewing like tomorrow. We're interviewing Courtney at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. And and, and Nikki, just DM us. Let's talk. Okay. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.